Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. This is Catherine, and Matt is signaling to me. Tell me what episode number it is. 75. Is it really 75? It is 75. Oh my gosh. It is. I was like, that has to be wrong. I'm not saying that out loud. Um, He's wrong. <laughs> and we're here with Matt. Hi. Scott. Hello. And Rob. Greetings. Hi. Um, so we, Matt and I just got back from Disney World, so we'll be talking about that in just a little bit, but we do have some news and of course our Topping It Off segment. So Scott, you are T-I-O this week. Topping, Topping it, it off. off. Oh, I, that's not an abbreviation. T-I-O. I was like, Catherine has used it several times with me. And via text. Via text, and I'm always like... What does that what? mean? T-O? What? T-O. Like uncle. T-O. <laughs> uncle topping it off. What? Well, I have a... Uh, Spanish. I have a very appropriate topping it off for this particular episode. Okay. Uh, this is a drink from Le Cellier that uh, I had gotten last time we were there. The Montreal 75... In honor of the 75th episode. Oh my god, How about good that? one. Wow. Yeah. Did you actually think about that? No, I got super lucky like three seconds ago. <laughs> wow, dang. Yeah. The Montreal 75. Yep, so okay. this is Dylan's Craft Gin number 22 with, I assume this is Neige, N-E-I-G-E, sparkling wine blended with peach puree and fresh lime juice. It wasn't as sweet as I expected it to be. It okay. was actually... More, I think it was more of the gin and the wine that you tasted rather than the peach puree. So, like, I ordered this anticipating it to be like a Bellini, but it was not that sweet. Okay. Uh, but still, it was very good. And obviously, there's so much good food to eat there that you don't need a drink that's going to overwhelm it. So, for Le Cellier, that was a a good option, a good choice. Fourteen seventy five, a little ooh. expensive. That's pretty. But you're already expecting that. You're at yeah. Le Cellier. You're dropping a hundo. Yeah, you can uh, use your <laughs> tables in Wonderland too, which is nice. So, awesome. Montreal 75, episode okay. 75. That's very nice. All right, Rob, you want to talk news? Sure. All right, what we so got? So, we got a lot. So, first one is um, limitations are being placed on Disney vacation resale contracts. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this began on the 19th. Um, so, I'll try and explain this as best I can. So, basically, if you are buying a resale contract on the resale market at one of the original 14 DVC properties. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't... Which, which Rob, Holly, myself, and Catherine all have done in the past. Correct. Um, where am I going with this? It's, it's all changing. <laughs> yes. So if, if you buy one at one of those original 14, you will only be able to use the points at one of those original 14. Right. Meaning... You won't be able to use them at the new Riviera or Reflections, a Disney rehab lodge. I'm still going to call it that. Rehab lodge. I was like, oh yeah, the rehab lodge. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a big change for them. And, and furthermore, so it also states that once they start selling the points for Riviera, did you see any of that? No. Actually, I was waiting for this because I knew you would explain it that I could actually understand. No, it. I was just wondering if if, if oh, you started looking at points oh. or like seeing them selling them or like I'm not that you would really know. Well, there's a new DVC them. hut in Hollywood yes, Studios, right by uh, right by Star Tours, and yeah. it's huge. Um, and we saw them building it like the day before. It's like it looks like a like a. Two times the size of a food and wine kiosk. Like, it's big. And I didn't understand the theming of the it. The Asian? Yes. Yes. And they're calling it, like, the Asian DVC yes. hut. It's very <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this new story goes right in line with what Disney's been trying to do for the past uh, year or so. Starting with, when when was it that we bought our DVC contract? It started around there. August of, uh, or April of 16, I think it So was. around 2016, Disney yes. started taking um, yes. measures to try and detract people from going on the resale market because, well, you know, obviously they're not making money off those contracts. They're making a little, but... Um, but if you buy directly from Disney, it's drastically more expensive than you would if you bought bought it off someone who is trying to offload their uh, DVC property or contract. Um, they started with doing, in 2016, they're saying that 
you know, there, there are certain discounts and benefits that you get, uh, auxiliary benefits, aside from, you know, getting your points that they said, if you have a contract that you signed on prior to this date, then you're good. After that, you do not get those benefits. Catherine and I just made the cut. And now this being, you know, if you have, if you buy a resale contract <laughs> after this date, you can't book at any of the new so, uh, properties. With so does points. that mean you, as in the Wozniaks and the Walshes, could not book here? Or is no, it no, only will be. So everyone bought who bought after January 19th. Right. Correct. That's the cutoff. Okay. If, you buy, if you've bought on the resale market prior to that date and wanted the 14 original, you're totally in the clear. You can book anywhere with your points. After that date, you can only book the original 14. Here's This is what I think Disney sees happening. People are buying contracts... For Vero Hilton Head, huh. right? Because that for point nothing. is the, is the, the same, same as as any other right? point. Yep. And so they're buying them super cheap, right? And then if you're lucky enough and willing to go at some weird times, that you can book at the Grand Floridian, exactly. or you know. And now these places, I, I mean, we'll talk about what the Riviera is, what they're looking at cash wise, right. because a point's night. a point. I mean, right? A, a point is a point is a point. So, so I think this is their way of of cracking down on that. Um, I sort of get it, but yeah. you know, I, I I like playing the game. <laughs> I do too. So, speaking of the Riviera, they released some details on when it's opening, uh, some of the restaurants, some of the room rates, and some of the room types, which is another interesting twist. So we'll go into that the first uh, the room types. So they're going to have something new called a tower studio. Anybody see any? details about this no so it sleeps two adults so basically when you walk in it's a a sitting couch okay and the and a queen bed pulls out of the wall so does that mean that's going to be like really low pointage i don't know there's no indication on points yet this the rates are starting at 486 per night to sleep two adults so that I mean, if you look at the floor plan, it's quite small. Yeah, really. Holy cow. Yeah, four. Yeah, two adults. Yeah, which would be unprecedented. Everyone Correct. at least sleeps four. Most of them sleep five at this point. Yeah, they, at this they've point. been going to the Murphy bed style, Correct. which will that's get a true. Trial. I forgot about that. Which the deluxe studio. So that's that's called a tower studio. The deluxe studio is going to range rate rates starting at six sixty two to seven seventy. Per night. And that's going to be one queen bed, one pull out, and then the single uh, Murphy. That See, that really, that really detracts for me. Because, you know, everyone always says, well, how do you guys go to Disney so much? Like, and we go so much because we split the room a lot of times. And that makes it affordable. Or we find, like, an off time to go, which makes it affordable. And, like, if we are, like, bound to just go, the two of us, like, that makes it more expensive. Like, sure. that's a more expensive trip if it's just the two of us and we aren't splitting, like, a room with anyone else. Um, so that really, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is for a non, I mean, they got that for places that are attached to, or you don't have to take separate transportation to a theme park, right? Whether Epcot or Magic right. Kingdom. Right. This is still... I mean, you're still going to have to take gondolas. Mm-hmm. Either direction. I guess that's the equivalent of taking the monorail, you could say. Yeah. For a Polynesian. But <laughs> yeah, Unless but, it's the heat of August yeah. and you're dying of exhaustion from... Yeah. I, I just thought... Or a thunderstorm. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what this start, what they start selling the points for this place at. And it's what, gonna what be that unreal. studio goes It's going to be unreal. And it's just going to be asinine, I think. Are we saying close to 300? 300 a point. Oh, my God. When you could go to the Grand Floridian right now, and they better shut down the Grand Floridian points. They have to. Because right now, the Grand Floridian is the newest, right? Of the point, or is it the Polynesian? I don't even know. They're, they're probably still... The, the newest is what they're selling is... Uh, the one at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, okay. So Copper, or Copper, Creek. Copper Creek. Yeah. Which is still, like, you're on the monorail loop, essentially. Like, you're on the boat to the Magic Kingdom. Like, they're going to have to shut that down. Because any, any <laughs> adult with a brain in their head, once they start realizing, wait, the, you're put, plopping us in the middle of a moderate resort that is not connected to a theme park, or I could be next to the friggin' Magic Kingdom, 
and the points are $150 difference per point, that is absolutely ridiculous. They're yeah. going to have they're going to have to hide some fact. They they have to. Yeah. Because anybody who is any slightly informed about this <laughs> will realize well, what highway robbery that is. Do you think they're is. just counting on the people who are not informed about it? Like, yes. Yeah, getting caught up in yeah. the vacation like, "Oh, we just went on a tour and we just bought one." Like, you know, we used 25 points or whatever. Here's a fun one. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that at all. <laughs> Please do your research. I I wonder what their success rate of... They get you... You know, Holland... Did you do the formal tour? We never did. We walked into the one in the right. boardwalk before. Okay. Yes. And they uh, wanted to sign us up. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. were very, very pushy. Were they? Yeah. Because uh, we did the formal tour at Saratoga. And he was fine, but I'm just wondering, like, what the conversion rate is of... <laughs> Of that. Oh my gosh. Because well, I was the same way. Like, okay, now I had the facts and yeah. then I went home and yeah, like, then I'm gonna look scoured it up. <laughs> every website there was yeah. to figure, and that's how I found the resale. I market. know, I know I've told this story before, but I just think it's so insane and I have so such a vivid memory of it. When Matt and I went to Alani, we were at the one adult pool the one day and this woman came in and she goes, to her husband, I just bought 200 DVC points. And, like, she just came down and she bought them at Alani, which is more risky. Like, really. Yeah. Like, anything in the continental, like, U.S., like, at least you could travel there easily. But, like, you have to be making a, a an effort to go to Hawaii, like, on a whim. Um, but she just was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I just did that. And we're like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, that is just so wild that you would just go to a thing and just drop that much money. How many points did you say? I think it was like around 200, I want to say. And apparently without not without talking to her yes, spouse because yeah. she was telling him that. And then the she fact. was just like asking <laughs> questions out loud. Like, you were, it was very obvious she had no idea like what she oh, had signed boy. up for. And she was like, well, we could go to... Disneyland, I guess, which, like, oh, good luck booking yeah. at the Grand Californian in the seventh month window. It's impossible. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, wait, so were you saying this is going to be a moderate resort? Cause well, it is. No, it's a, I mean, they're called. They're it's calling, attached to friggin' Caribbean Beach. It's a it's Caribbean Beach Plus. They're, they're calling it deluxe. I'm so sure I, they are, but if you put a friggin' <laughs> hut in the middle of Pop Century, that is not a, a deluxe. <laughs> Yeah, like I I can't wait to see like how it's actually positioned within like that resort because it's you know is it gonna have its own totally separate like buses and everything? I be I believe so. Okay, all right. Well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see because I I think that they're gonna lean on Caribbean for some things, which makes me Oof. think not a real deluxe. That's rough. Yeah, I mean if they're sharing pools or anything like that. Heck no, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Not on not on the art I've seen. Okay. But time will tell. Time will tell. Right? Mm -hmm. Time will tell. So so, uh, so they released some of the details around the the restaurants there. So the they're going to have a new signature table service restaurant on the rooftop called Topolino. I am getting all of these. Is there is one is the one in Coronado Toledo? Yes. Oh, the, and the, then El Destino. Like, like there's so many like little like Spanishy. Well, do you, do you know what Topolino is, do, Matt? Do you? Is it Italian? Yeah. No. Top of something. For top of the leaning. No, it's so it's <laughs> it's Lino would be like a little something. Little yeah. Song. So it's it's Mickey Mouse in Italian. Oh. Topolino. Yeah. That's... How do you spell it? T -O -P -O -L -I -N -O. Oh my god! Can you not please, Matt? T o p o l i n o. Yes. Topolino. Is the Italian name for Mickey Mouse. How about that? That's yeah. crazy. So it's going to be called Topolino's Terrace, Flavors of the Riviera. Oh, that's a good one for our game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so it's going to have authentic dishes infused with French and Italian flavors. And it says you'll be able to see nighttime spectaculars at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I like French and Italian. And they're doing a character-inspired breakfast character inspired what is that yeah. yeah does that mean there's not characters there but it's inspired no it's just costume characters coming up with the menu <laughs> yeah this one was uh, inspired by donald duck so it's a duck ariel loves kelp so <laughs> uh, they're gonna have a open air pool bar uh a lobby coffee joint i guess and bustling wine bar at night Ooh, yeah i like that you know i don't even feel the need to stay at some of these places if we go to the restaurants yeah. that are in the resort yeah. like 
I mean, I know Grand Floridian's awesome, but we've been there enough times that, like, I enjoy the ambiance without a room there. This very much reminds me of Bellagio. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. That's a that's a stunning... That's a high yeah. praise. Uh, just, just the aesthetic, the rooms even, have a Bellagio feel to them. Okay. So, I, I guess which kind of makes sense. Yeah, so. that's what that's what the Bellagio is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rob, do you want a little Italian history oh, lesson? Is it to me or is it to everybody? Mm-hmm. No, for everyone. <laughs> but, um, so I, I was thinking that it'd be little something. And so basically what happened is back in the early 30s, four years after Walt Disney started creating the Mickey Mouse cartoons, this Italian editor named, named Mario Nerbini began printing his own Mickey cartoons, but he didn't secure the rights. So he called it Topolino, which two two different words, Topolino, which translates to little mouse in Italian for legal reasons because he couldn't use Mickey Mouse. So basically Topolino blows up in Italy and then he eventually secures the rights from Disney. But since Topolino was already so big, they were like, you know, what? we'll just keep it as Topolino in Italy and just change it to one word and that'll be Mickey over there. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Those Italian friggin' shysters. I know. I'm, and, uh, I'm I kinda, Italian. I kind of remember that story. I don't know where I may have heard that, but it, now that you you jog my memory. And uh, he was uh, banned by uh, Benito Mussolini. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, so Disney implemented a new credit card payment policy. Well, it begins uh, February 27th. So... These are for Walt Disney Resort hotels. Now they're going to start putting holds on credit cards, which I cannot believe they haven't yes, done. that's insane. That's how those people scam the hell out of them. But, well, kind of. Yeah. I <laughs> I mean, it, it was shocking. I remember like when we first started using Magic Bands, and I'm thinking, like, they. I looked at my credit card specifically yeah. to see like when I checked in, like, okay, what kind of hold do they put on? And it was like nothing was on there. And I'm like... That is weird. And then you go spend five, six, yeah. thousands of dollars. <laughs> food and wine. You know, and uh, so now what they're going to do is put $100 and then keep getting holds of up to a hundred. After you spend that. After you spend. In increments of a hundred. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. That's probably good. I, I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you can spend the money, it, really, you should only really be worried about that if you don't have the money to spend. Right. <laughs> And you could still like, like I like to pay with gift cards, mm-hmm. and, and people do that. They use their magic band and then settle their bill. their bill with gift cards. You know, as long as you pay it, you know, the night before you check out, you could still do all of that. They'll just release the hold once you settle it. So that's good. Yeah, I, I'm just shocked that it took them this long, really, to to manage it, or I mean, I guess implement it. So yeah, uh, February 27th. All right. And last story is Ballast Point at Disneyland, uh, downtown Disney specifically, has opened. So, very excited Yay, about this. Yay, is Rob very excited? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, this went into the former um, remote control... Uh, ride makers. <laughs> ride makers. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was ride makers. <laughs> um, and it occupies the bottom and top. There was nothing ever up there. Which mm-hmm. is makes that was just double decker ride maker. <laughs> I, I think it was just part of like House of Blues, right? Wasn't that? I don't know. I think I, I, I'm assuming like the House of Blues show building went in that. Oh, uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, because it was to the, it's to the side and to the back, and that was probably right. Because like now Splitsville probably yeah. didn't need all that room. Yeah, they could utilize it. So yeah, it officially opened uh, January 16th. Nice. Yeah. What are you most excited for? Rob's going to Disney World yes, Land I'm this leaving next week. In, uh, I'll be hours. there in 48 hours. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, what am I most excited in relation to this? No, or? just in general. What are you most excited for? Um, probably this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually excited to do parks by myself, too. Okay. Mm. So I will be there for basically three whole days by myself till Holly arrives. It's quite uh, an experience. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, actually, and just going to do my own thing, go to my own, beat my own drum. So, um, Have either of you done that without the other? No. 
it's it's worth a do sometime. I mean, obviously, you don't want to do that just to do it, you know. Well, but it's I, it's interesting. It's fun to kind of like write I your own story. Am not a. I mean, it's not that I'm not an independent person, but I am such an extrovert that I don't like. I don't know. I, I I'd rather just. There are certain experiences that I like the solitude, like things that I like to be alone, but like going to a theme park alone just has no appeal to me whatsoever. I think that that's just one of those things that I would just rather experience with um, friends and family. I just... Well, there's the only extrovert of our podcast speaking loudly. Think of all the friendship bracelets you could mm-hmm. make with people. And so you're wouldn't... saying go to a go to a park alone so I could meet people mm-hmm. and not spend my time alone. Because that's not, what I would no. end up doing. I'm not saying that you should deliberately do this, but it's it's kind of interesting, like... When, you, when we all go, there's, like, at least four competing, you know, viewpoints about what we're going to do and things like that. It's kind of interesting to go to the theme parks for a day and do the things that you like to do without anybody else's, you know, priorities being concerned. That, yeah. That's all my point is. Like, I, I definitely think you would struggle with that more than Catherine would, but... Yeah, I mean, not that I don't like doing the... Doing things that I want to do. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Would you go... Have you been or would you go to a movie by yourself? Have I been? No, I have not been. Rob? I have not, but I would, certainly. Catherine doesn't even want to go to the movies. So that's like a terrible the question. I don't with other people, so... <laughs> like, have you, have you gone to, like, a local bar by yourself? Never. Oh, okay. There's... I mean, I've done it a bunch of times dozens of times so i really if i'm if i'm not like at home like listening to music or like playing video games or reading like those are about the only things i really like to do by myself you guys know who he's married to right yeah. like i am like the most like dominant like plan maker in the world so like matt is a very special kind of guy that he deals with me because i have like scott's like oh competing things and i'm like yeah right like matt ever gets to choose what he wants to do when we go to disney (laughs) that's a good joke but i like to think it's what we like to do right (laughs) i mean i I honestly don't think that I think that you are the primary planner, but I don't think that, like, I'm holding all this, like, resentment, like, I never get to do what I want to do, because I think that, No, to your credit, I think you're just somebody who likes to go along with things. Yes, I I, I do, too. I think that, like, you're like, well, it's easier, and I know Catherine's not going to do something I definitely don't want to do. Yeah, it... uh, I would much rather... Like, I don't know what you would... I'm not exactly sure what you would choose to do if you were left to your own Stay devices in the room Disney. and play video games. No, that's not true. <laughs> bring his... As, bring well, his as, I, as well as I know you, I don't know where you would head. Yeah, where would you go? You've got a room... Oh, God. No, you've got a room, and let's put it somewhere, like, kind of... Cor- Coronado? Yeah, let's say Coronado. Put it somewhere more neutral. Where would you go? You just spent the night in Coronado. You're by yourself. Where are you going? Um... <laughs> Honestly, I was uh, not prepared for this. No, I'd go to um, I'd go to Disney Springs. Wow! First, I'd have like a a leisurely lunch. Where? I don't know. Maybe somewhere new that I've never been before, just because just to try it out. Like maybe like STK or something. Chicken guy. Chicken guy, maybe. And then I'd hop on a bus to Animal Kingdom. Well, you can't do that at Disney Springs, so. I'm sorry. I'd hop on a bus to. That I hmm. maybe I go to Animal Kingdom first. This is why Catherine. This is why Catherine has the plan. Okay, so you go to Animal Kingdom, and what do you do there? I would just like I would get on the bus to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and yeah, I would just right. and I'd do like all the like all the walkthroughs that like you don't really care to do. So I would do like I do like the uh, Jungle Track. I do, and then I go to Rafiki's Planet. Well, that Watch. doesn't exist anymore. So again, <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. No, it's been closed. It's going to reopen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, it's been closed since October. Yeah. Really? Why? <laughs> because they knew you wanted to do it, and they, they, they like, decided they had to shut it down. Like, yo, Matt, what would you do if you uh, if you had a day by yourself? I was like, we're gonna shut thing, it down. First thing ever, going straight to Disney Quest. <laughs> then I'm popping over. <laughs> then I'm popping over to <laughs> Stitch's Great Escape. Then River Country. Oh, you might you might do the NBA experience. 
without Catherine. Mm. No, because... Because uh, someone needs to be there to video that. Yeah, someone... Need, I mean, if I'm going to embarrass the hell out of myself, I, I want to... I, I want someone else to enjoy that. All right, well, All right, good. That, that we digress. Boy, did we digress. All right, where were we, Rob? That was it. Okay. I don't know, man. I'd figure it out, guys. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a tough question. I, I'll grant you Where that. would you go, Rob? I, I, I feel like I don't even need to ask. I feel like Rob and Scott have a similar answer. Where would you guys go if you had to do At Disney World? Yes. I'd probably just walk World Showcase. Same. What about you? I, I think Epcot would probably yeah, be. Yeah, definitely I, Epcot. Before I've gone to Hollywood Studios and done some rides there and then walked over to Epcot, and that's how I've kind of killed the day waiting for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that would actually be a good idea because Hollywood Studios has like a lot of good rides that maybe not everybody's into like waiting for. That right. like that, you could single ride uh, a rock and roller coaster. You could you know wait in line for longer waits. I feel like I'm gonna do a lot of just like sitting and watching like the things that we never stop to appreciate. Whether it's like street performers, like Ooh, I'm gonna do grab the Pixar a... um, orchestra. That's really good. Matt, Matt's yeah, yes. pick for the new um, new thing. That I have yet to do. Um, Mr. Lincoln. Oh so, my god, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, that's... the the show back in um, by Small World. Oh, making the, the magical map. Yeah, so I'm gonna that's do I'm too. gonna do all that kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, eat a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. So they got lots of. There's the Lunar New Year that they have, Ooh. so they have special menu items for that at California Adventure. They have a bunch of different churros, either for Mickey or Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. There's yeah, lots to do. Along with uh, corn dogs, I'm sure. Enjoy, so. enjoy the solitude. Of, yeah, I know. Of so it'll around. be, it'll, if anybody out there wants to meet for a drink or whatever, by all means, awesome. reach out on the uh, I'll see you out there. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, I was just saying, Matt and I got back from a trip on Monday over the long weekend. We went down on Friday. We came back on Monday, so it was a very short weekend. Uh, we went with our best friends um, and our friend Joe, his brother and sister-in-law, and our best friend's child, Ryan. <laughs> you didn't say Aaron. Well, I was saying best friends are Aaron and Joe. So if I refer to Aaron and Joe, those are our two best friends, and then their son, Ryan. You said our best friends, and you said Joe. I said our best friend, and then <laughs> Joe's... Okay, so it was it was a total Sorry, of six Aaron. adults. It's all right. She, I know for a fact no, she doesn't was, listen to this Aaron podcast. Aaron was only my maid of honor. Like, she is truly, like, it for me. But The funny like, thing is, is that I know that out of those two people in that relationship, Joe is the only one who listens. Yes. So, so suck so it, I, Aaron. Thanks, so Joe. You, Thanks so for the support, Joe. So, Joe, when, when you listen to this... Just say, like, oh, man, you totally got uh, disrespected on the podcast, but don't tell her how, and then she'll be forced to actually listen to it, but she still probably won't. <laughs> All right, so we actually, like, we went with a child for the first time, which was, like, just, like, a, a very, very new experience for right. us. Clearly, that's the first time we ever had a child ever in our gone party. with a child. Well, we technically have, but he was, like, 16 at the time. What? Brianna's brother. Steve. Steve. No, Wait, he's, he's, he's not a count. child. No, no, no. He's not a child. I'm count. saying, like, under under 18. Um, yeah. You, but, if you're under, if you're over 12, you're not a child. All right. Well, then, first child. Um, and he was, like, super good. We surprised him, and he, like, we literally told him <laughs> we, that we were... In Orlando, when we were in MCL, like he was about to get on the Disney Magical Express, and we're like, "Do you want to know where you are?" Like he was such. He was a so down with it. We just the <laughs> parents just said, "You're going on an adventure," and he was like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Where do you think we are?" And we're like, "I'm like, look, look, what's that?" And he's like, "An airplane." And Joe was like, "And where to air? Where are airplanes held?" And he was like, "An airport." And he's like, "Yeah, you're in an airport." <laughs> and he's like, "What do you think you're gonna do?" And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "Think you might go on a plane?" He's like. Yeah. yeah. And then on the plane, like he was just, was just like, yeah, like, this is cool. Yeah. He didn't ask, like, when he got off, like, where are we? And I was like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I think, like, we should stop by Grandma and Grandpa's house. And I was like, Go no, man, we're, we're several <laughs> states away. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> what did he say? He wanted to go to his, uh, Joe's parents and go to their woods. <laughs> go hang out in the woods. We were in Orlando. So, so well, I mean, they obviously say on the plane Orlando yeah, he doesn't times. know. Like, he so doesn't he doesn't know equate. what that. He doesn't know what Orlando is, but he knows what Florida is. And they never said Florida. Okay. They always said Orlando because we were like, "Where do you think we're going?" And he was like, "I don't know." And even on the plane, he 
ever since he was a one-year-old, he always watched the Disneyland sing-along songs, and it and it always like says like Disneyland California, and he knows California is Disneyland, Florida is Disney World. Okay. Like he knows those two things. We were quizzing him. <laughs> Um, but they never said Florida on the plane. So then we got there and he was really excited. And it's so funny. We get out and there's like a huge backdrop mm-hmm. of Toy Story. Like the aliens. And, like, and Buzz Lightyear <laughs> and Woody. And we we're like, who's that? And he's like, that's Buzz Lightyear and Woody. And Joe's like, where do you think you are? And he's like, in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> he not wasn't wrong. wrong. Be, not yeah, wrong. to be honest, he was not wrong. Yeah, but so yeah, it was- they had to explicitly tell him like, we're in Orlando. We're going to Disney World. Like, we'll be there in a half hour. And he was like, now? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, let's go. <laughs> so he was really excited. We stayed in Saratoga. We did a two-bedroom in Saratoga, which comparing it to the two-bedroom in Old Key West, if you're going to do either, the two-bedroom in Old Key West is like five times bigger, wow. in my opinion. The The living really? room is huge. And, like, the living dining area is huge. And I feel like at, 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 Old, at Key Old Key West is so much bigger. And also, our table, the one outside in Old Key West, that had, like, a circular dining table that sat at least four people, yes. right? Oh, easily. Okay, this yeah. was, like, the standard Saratoga, two wrought iron chairs and a little, oh, like, wow. like, I enjoyed so much eating breakfast outside yeah, that one day in Old there, Key West. Like, at least four or five of us out there the one day. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Uh, it was a little disappointing, but... I, I wasn't disappointed by it, it was, but I, I'm just saying it was much smaller. Yeah, in comparison. Yes. You know, knowing what I know. Um, and so we asked Joe and Aaron, like, what we thought, like, their major changes were going with a kid. We rented a stroller, which is something mm-hmm. I never had to deal with before, but they actually drop it off at the front desk, mm-hmm. and then you have to go get it, which I was like, ugh, Saratoga, <laughs> the front desk. Um, but it really wasn't too much of a hassle, and overall, Joe said that he thought, like, the walks at Saratoga weren't as bad as, like, we talk about on the podcast. Like, he's, like, walking to the lobby wasn't bad, and we were in Congress Park, which is probably better, because, like, if you're in the paddock, that is a really long walk to the lobby, or, like, the carousel, or whatever, that's, yeah. like, on the other the side. One, the you, one at the entrance, right? yes, that's, like, forget the grandstand, forget about it. Um, <laughs> that might be close Closer no, to the, the I was gonna say closer to Old Key West, but no, it's, because it's the not. treehouse villas yeah. are over there. Um, but that was really interesting. Um, getting the stroller and everything, and then you had to bring it back like the day you left or the night before. So we just ended up bringing it back the night before. Yeah. Um, and we also did an Amazon order, and I know we have talked about this on the podcast how we're big fans of like getting water and booze and stuff. We had to show ID this time and actually oh. meet our driver, which was a huge pain in the neck because... Through Prime now. Through Prime now. Because um, we ordered booze and he had to he had to verify Idea. that we were over 21. I utilized that in August and that was not the case. Yeah, we so utilized it in October and it was not the case. Yeah, I don't, oh, right. we, yeah, I don't know, know if it was just him being a stickler or if that's the... New policy. That's the policy like now. They, did they scan it or anything? I don't know. I don't know. You're the one who showed your ID. Did they scan it? Did he take it or no, did he I just didn't. look at it? He didn't even look at it. Oh, he didn't even look at it? No. Oh, man. And you're young. You could have been under 21. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't even He didn't even ask for it, I don't think. <laughs> Perfect. I can't even remember. But it was nice because of that. He was actually allowed to go in and come to our room in Congress. Oh, uh, so you didn't have to drive So we didn't have to, to go to the lobby, which yeah. was really nice. I'll text Joe now because he came out with me and I don't even remember if... I if I had to show ID. Yeah. Well, I hope so because that's the whole reason he said <laughs> that you were doing that. Um anyway, so um our first day we split between Epcot and Magic Kingdom and I will say it was maybe the busiest I've ever seen the parks even at Epcot like at like the refreshment outpost like in Africa. Oh, God, it, was it was body insane. to body. Like it was there was like, you know how you can, like, stroll around? You can walk backwards if you want. No, 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 no. Especially it, through that stretch. Yeah, 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 like, not like a good area. This wasn't, like, right. France at the bottleneck at the bridge. This, <laughs> or, like, even, like, the UK at the bottleneck or yeah. by the fish and chips. No, 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 this was packed. Yes. I remember. He did. He did, and he he did scan it. 
with his phone. It took a picture of it, of the back of it. Because mm. I remember now, he said, yeah, he took a pic of it. And I'm like, that's right. Because he was, like, complaining about the app. Like, oh, this app's a piece of crap. But he had to, like, place my ID down on, like, a black surface so he could actually get a picture of it. So, yes. Okay. All right. Um, so, we did that. And, Matt, do you want to talk about, like, the one major new thing or we'll talk about the festival of the arts first we did that on on saturday um traveling with a four-year-old was much easier than i expected like as far as his attitude because guess was, it depends the four-year-old yes though. it definitely does your, mileage, your may, mileage may vary yes but he's he's a great kid and like he only really hated 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 one thing and that was turtle talk with crush Absolutely. and again i think that that was a perfect storm because he was really hungry he sat on the floor where all the kids go and we were, like, a little bit far away from him. And then, so, like, when everyone stood up at the end, I think he, like, got kind of nervous because he couldn't... He, we were, he couldn't see us. We were yeah. uh, out of his sight line. And so there, it was a combination. I think he was hungry. He was tired. So Did I think that some- maybe if he did it the next day and he wasn't hungry or tired and we were right behind him, I think that he might have really liked it. But, yeah. you know. Well, anyway, so they took him back to the resort to take a nap. Um, and it was the only time I've ever suggested that someone eat at the electric umbrella but they were like what do we do where do we go you're right at turtle talk i was like go to the electric umbrella that's the only place get for you some french fries yeah get some chicken fingers so they did that and then um, matt and i went on to i uh, explore the festival of the arts and try some things out at the kiosk and honestly i was like well i'll just pick like two things i want because i'm not gonna have much time there but we spent a lot of time there we probably spent a good like five or six hours just we'll walking yeah. Oh, yeah. We we did quite a bit. Um, so the one thing that I really liked, I started out at Pop Eats and I got the glitter beer, which was a. This is such so embarrassing and basic. <laughs> Hashtag Rainbow Sherbert Glitter Dream Ale by Playa Linda Brewing Company. It has a hashtag in the name. Um, and it was really good. It was super fruity. Um, but it was really it was really good and it was very glittery. <laughs> very glittery. May I look at How the did they make that happen? I don't know, but it was like because I was like I had like the one sip left at the bottom and you could just see it like rimmed in the, huh. Yeah, there was like quite a bit of glitter in it. Could you no, feel it no, or no, t- no? Not at all. Not at all. Um, so we did that and then Matt um, you, oh. Was that, that out of a go. keg or a bottle? I think it was out of a keg. Interesting. <laughs> Can you just imagine that tap getting, like, gunked That's up That's what I'm just, glitter? like. It was very really? fine. It was very Even fine. So, there I mean, must be some way of doing it that just um, So, we'll just put a pin in the Festival of the Arts for a minute, and Matt was like, I've got to go to La Cava and get the coffee mezcal margarita. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I was like, guys... I was like, I'm really hungry, but I need this coffee mezcal margarita because I had, um, so if you guys are following with us, Scott had texted them. I'm texted, texted them. them. He texted <laughs> Mr. <there>. Kava. <laughs> he had, um, sent a tweet out, um, at the beginning of the year saying, um, Hey, is there any chance that, um, you guys would bring back the coffee mezcal margarita we talked in the about new this. year? Yeah. Yes. So they said, yeah. And then they said, if we get a certain amount of likes, blah, 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 they'll bring it back. They got the likes. They said, we'll bring it back. So I tweeted them and said, hey, I'm going to be there this weekend. Any chance that I could get the um, coffee mezcal? Yeah, the coffee mezcal. And they were like, we're getting a shipment in uh, whatever. They're, they're getting a shipment Thursday. In. We were getting there on we Friday. We get some samples on Thursday. Yes. So you should be good. We were arriving on Friday. It was Saturday. We went to Epcot. I, I showed up. Humongous line, <laughs> like a like a up, a mile line, like up the steps. Up the steps. Ugh. Um. So <laughs> I waited in line. It was probably like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, it was a long time. Got to the front. I said, "I'd love the coffee mezcal margarita." And the two bartenders, the one was like, "We don't have that," and the other one was like, "We haven't had that in years. We changed the menu." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And then I was trying to explain like this Twitter exchange and they're like we don't have not heard of this at all you'll have to speak to a manager the manager was in that little uh, you got to talk to Mr. Cava (laughs) you got to talk to uh, Senora Senora Senorita Cava okay and um yeah you know women can be managers too yeah apparently (laughs) um so uh I talked to her and she was like 
yes, I know, um, like my, like our, uh, inventory manager ordered it. We don't have the stuff we need. I'm hoping that we will have it, you know, by the end of the month. I'm sorry. And then I thought she was going to be like, have a free margarita on me. And I was like, and then I had already gotten out of line and I could have gone back and ordered something, but I'm like, no, I wanted this. So I waited, <laughs> I that. So waited, I waited 25 minutes and then a long ass time. Yeah. And uh, I was very disappointed, but I'm really hoping that, um, they have all the stuff to make it now. Yeah. yeah. I'm going down in March and I want it. Yes. I think they'll have it by March. I hope so. Um, so we also checked out, um, after that we went to the, like the Germany place cause I really wanted uh, mm-hmm. the, um, short rib and broccolini and the, Parsnip foam puree. puree. Um, that was classique. Yes, uh, cuisine classique. Um, delicious. It was just melt in your mouth. Um, then I waited in line to get the uh, brisket poutine at the refreshment port. Oh yeah, that was delicious. Uh-huh. Um, and then Matt, you waited in line to get the risotto. At... The risotto was really good too. Yes. And so then they went, we were with Joe's brother, whose name is also Matt, and his wife, Allison, and our friend, Josh. And they were all like, we want large drinks. Like, we don't want the, the small festival drinks. We want big drinks. So mm-hmm. Josh was like, well, I'll take you to my favorite place, which is the Rosen Crown Pub. So three of them went in the Rosen Crown Pub. Pub, and I'm telling they, you, you could. St- we're still waiting for them to. Yes, <laughs> we have not seen them since. It was. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. You could not fit one more body in that uh, bar, and it's already a very crowded scenario. Yes. But that was. I walked in and I was like, I don't see them because Matt was like, I need the tables in Wonderland card, and I was like, I don't even know where you are. It was horrible. Um, yeah, What's it was the bartender that I like. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yes. She's great. She's been working there for years. Yes. She's a great bartender. Yes. Um, so they got their little drinkies there. And then um, we moved to our favorites. One of our, our new favorite festival spots since France is off the list. Um, we went to America and hung out there for a really long time. So yep. we tried their the scallop. And beef wellington. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. that was phenomenal. And we also tried, which this is like such a great thing that they have that those taps at um, Block and Hans. Oh yes, and they had this coconut coffee porter oh. on top. Yeah, and it heart. was yes. it was so good, full yeah. size, gorgeous, just phenomenal. It and was. Kath, you're not like a big porter. No, fan, so. it, I could have had twelve of them. That was oh. that was just like the most. Like it just felt so good and it was warm but it wasn't too hot it was just like beautiful the weather was beautiful we were just sitting outside at those picnic tables i was surprised you liked it as much as you did because you do not go for porters or stouts i mean you're pretty much lagers and ales so it must have been and then really good and then we backtracked just a little bit and went to japan (laughs) and matt what did you have in japan you had something very insta worthy oh my god yes um (laughs) i got the uh sushi donut (laughs) I was I was gonna look at the book and then I recalled it was so good. Not only was it um, was it visually uh, appealing, it was it was tasty. And um, one thing about the Festival of the Arts is that you might see longer lines for the kiosks because keeping up with the art theme, they want to make um, some unique dishes that are really visually appealing. So they might take a long time. So for instance, the um, sushi donut was being prepared by two sushi chefs meticulously where they have to create the rice mold and, you know, cut and, all and of they, the fish. And it was very fresh. And, and they said before you order, it's 20 minutes. Like if you want the sushi donut, it's going to be 20 minutes. Yeah, which and, I thought was, I thought was really cool. I, I always appreciate Honestly. Um, well, yeah, I mean, not honestly, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, uh, what is it? Consideration. Like, consideration, open communication. Cause if you say like, Hey, it's going to be 20 minutes. If you're willing to wait, great. And you're seeing what you're getting. And I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely willing to wait. I, and I really appreciated that. So, yeah. and it How was, much was that? <sighs> oh, I don't remember. I want to say it was like around 10. I thought it was okay. like 12, okay. but I mean, totally worth it. Like a sizable portion. It was so good. 
Yeah. So this was sushi shaped like a donut. It was yes, a donut. Yeah, no, yeah. Shaped <laughs> yeah, like sushi. I've seen pictures of it, so I know what. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It 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 looked really really good. Um, I also got a real donut in. Uh, <laughs> oh, in Hollywood Studios. One at of Hollywood the, Studios. Simpsons donuts oh, with the yeah, pink no. frosting. Oh. It was banging. You know, I always look at those, but we're so often down there for festivals that I'm like, well, I'm not going to waste the stomach room on just a giant donut. It's so good. I they did. do look good. I did, and I did not regret it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, they also brought back the uh, photo opportunities around the World Showcase. There's a really fun... They, they added two that are, I think, really noteworthy and fun. The one is right outside of Mexico, and they have a Frida Kahlo one, oh. and it has the eyebrows on it. So, like, yeah, it's, really, it's really funny. And then they have one in the UK, which is, like, a storybook of Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, and it has, like, the Mermaid Lagoon, and it's got... It's actually two panels, so, like, one person can be in the Mermaid Lagoon, and then the other person can be in the Skull Rock portion. <laughs> yeah. And then the day we were there, there was a guy walking around the World Showcase and his girlfriend, and he was full-on dressed like Bob Ross. And she and was she dressed was as a happy, happy little tree. tree. And they were, like, getting in people's photo ops with them, and he had an easel, and he was, like... and he like was people, great. He was a celebrity. <laughs> we were all, like, Bob, Bob, like, so get So I, I saw him first because I, I he did the funniest thing I saw... And I was like, guys, have you seen this guy that's dressed up full on like Bob Ross? So he walks up to the open window of, I forget, maybe like deconstructed dish. And he like just walks up to the line where like the food comes out and he peeks in the kitchen and just at this volume goes, hmm, happy little, happy little entrees. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And he just walks away with his easel, his giant afro. Yeah. And it wasn't until later that I saw his partner who was dressed like a happy little tree. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was, it was full it, full commitment. It was full commitment. Um, so after Matt and I got nice and drunk, we got on the monorail. Or no, we didn't get on the monorail. We got a ride from our friend who was sober. Um, oh, we also got the, we shared one of the cookie, the yeah. palette cookies. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. Oh, it was really good. It tasted like Great American Cookie Company. <laughs> Just a stellar endorsement. I've never had oh, Great American Cookies. Yeah, I don't know what, what that is. It's like the mall cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen them. I've okay. just never stopped for um, So then we went over to the Magic Kingdom, and when I tell you it was so busy... I have never, there's only one other time, and obviously we go to Disney quite a bit, so this shouldn't, this should be taken seriously. I've only seen Magic Kingdom this busy one other time, and that was at the 24-hour event, which was when Magic Kingdom was open 24 hours, and obviously people flocked there, and this was, I think, just as busy. It was nuts. There was a point where we... Um, well, we can were... we can we just give a little bit of background because I do want to say Go ahead. The, Go ahead. Pur- the purpose of why we were doing this. So um, we were we were with back with our friends and and Ryan, the four year old, and we just said to Ryan, and he's not like the biggest eater, like he's not like a crazy food kid, like he like. It, like, doesn't really give a crap if he eats or not. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we were like, well, what do you want? And he was like, I want pizza. And we were, like, right at Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And mm-hmm. we were like, okay, well, Pinocchio. Like, let's just go to Pinocchio's Village House. That's great. Um, and we had our hearts set on Casey Jr. Corn Dog Nuggets. Oh, so yeah. So we were like, yeah, we're going to go down to Casey Jr. Um, and my best friend Aaron was like, oh, if you're going there, get me a hot dog. Like, I'm just going to get a hot dog and then we'll wait for the pizza for Ryan up at Pinocchio's Village House and we'll, you guys come back up here and we'll meet you. So Matt and I walked from Pinocchio's Village House, like down through Liberty Square because they had the castle, um, blocked off for fireworks right there, like at Philhar Magic. So we couldn't go down next to the castle. So we had to go through like under, like under, what's it called? Columbia Harbor House. At one point, it was just so congested. <laughs> that that like, area is horrible. Yes. And Peter Pan is closed, so there was no, there was no like buffer there that people were getting in line, getting out of the way. Small World had a fifty-five minute wait, so people <laughs> were in line for Small World out into the crowd. So they were blocking the passageway. People with strollers and people with the the scooters. scooters. 
and it it was you could not put one foot in front of the other. You were just shuffling yeah. inch by inch to get where you needed to go. It was such a safety it gives me hazard. Anxiety thinking it, about it, it was horrible. So then, did, just with the crap, did you get this sense like? Going in, like where the turnstiles backed up and no, stuff. No, not entirely. Really, no. Not really. And it Epcot, wasn't until we, we got like... there at rope drop and, and Magic Kingdom, we got there at like five. Like it was later, so yeah. it wasn't. So I feel like everyone was already in there. Like okay. we, not really, but then you saw that and it was ridiculous. So in the meantime, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to life hack this. I'm going to do a mobile order. Oh, crap. So we do a mobile order <laughs> and it says, like, you know, let us know when you're here. Well, yeah. I completed it up at Pinocchio's Village House, and by the time I got that, I was maybe maybe at the second entrance to Pinocchio's Village House. I had moved, like, 20 feet. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep this open and wait until we get, like, to, like, adventure, like, like cross the bridge over into the hub, and then I'll say, hey, I'm here. And then hopefully you'll be ready by the time we get there. So the good old Disney app um, totally crashed and closed on me. So I had no record of the fact that I ordered this food. It was gone. And you can no longer press the button saying, I'm here. No. Or if you go to order food, that order doesn't come up anymore. <laughs> it's totally gone. You start from scratch. So I was like, do I put in another order? Maybe it didn't charge me. Maybe it didn't take. Right. But it did take because it said, like, let us know when you're here. So we go into Casey's and Casey's is insane. <laughs> Insanity. Insane. They're probably looking at you like, yeah, you ordered. People sure. are so mad. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's just like, like the locals were so restless. Yeah. So um, there was a very helpful girl there that said, oh, what's your first name? And I said, Catherine. And she goes, well, let me look in the computer. And she could find my order in the queue. Uh, and she goes, I'll just say you're here then. Yeah. She so could she, push it over into the now. So it does not disappear. So if that happens to anybody else. Just Go to the place, <laughs> talk to a manager. They'll be able to put Not it. Not even into a manager. I don't think she was a manager. You could just talk to anybody who's working at the. Mobile. Just talk to anyone there. Just talk to any <laughs> like other people there. A kid. Um. So that was <laughs> that was a nightmare. So then, like, it takes a full half hour for us to get our food. Like, so this mobile order had absolutely no purpose for me to get of, corn dog nuggets. Yes, and a hot dog. God, if I and it's so funny, like. I would never choose to eat in the ma the Magic Kingdom yeah, by me choice. Neither. Me neither. Well, but that's probably a time that if you guys were there any other time, we would have left. Just leave. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But see, that's the whole traveling with a child thing. Well, and yeah. he still gotta had energy that we wanted to like keep doing stuff after. It's not dinner. even so much traveling with a child; it's traveling with people who are there going a lot. As frequently. Yeah. That so like they, we would have been like, let's just yeah. go to the Polynesian. Yeah. Um, so we get our food, and Matt is like starving because. I had already eaten a little something. I had the new chicken skewer in a, in, from oh, Frontierland. Yeah. How was it? Really good. They call it sweet and spicy, but it's not spicy. It's very good. In Frontierland? Um, uh, yes, it's across from Country Bears. It's Westward Ho. Westward Front, uh, Yes, yeah. I know. No, I, I thought they were doing skewers um, in right outside of like that, that little canopied area outside of Hall of Presidents. Oh, I don't know. Like bacon or something, I thought. And I oh, thought no. That... So this, they do bacon and chicken. It's at Westward House. Oh. And I bacon slab was, is oh, huge. Maybe I just like understood where it was. Um, but the chicken was really good. But anyway, Matt was like starving and he was the one waiting in line. And I was like, I'll take the hot dog back to Aaron. You eat. And I'm just going to like push through the crowd with a <laughs> hot dog in my hand. So we're like pushing through the crowd. We get back to Aaron and Ryan who are waiting for the rest of the party to order Pinocchio's. No joke, it took them a full hour from walking into Pinocchio's to come out with, like, three crappy flatbreads. Ugh. Like, horrible. We could have eaten a meal. We could have sat down and eaten a meal you somewhere. You could have had Nohana multi-course. Yes, like, <laughs> ridiculous. And it, and Joe just kept saying, people just kept putting in orders and no, no food was coming out. It was just order, order, <laughs> order, 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 bombarding them with orders and no one was leaving with food. Everyone was just standing That there. is so... And, just, like, your heart, just, your heart just kind of sinks at that point. <laughs> um, so then the next day, we went to Hollywood Studios in the morning and, again, we really felt the crowds and we had missed the bus by, like, one minute to get to the rope drop bus. Mm -hmm. So then we were waiting, like, another 15 minutes and by the time we got there, Slinky Dog was 150 minutes. So we were oh. like, we're not waiting. We're not doing that. Um, so we were like, let's meet Mickey and Minnie. And we met Mickey and Minnie over by Sci-Fi. That was a really nice experience. Great experience. Very nice. Great for the four-year-old who was like, 
not a hundred percent if he was into characters, and right. then like he got the bug after that. <laughs> so then we were like, for our Toy Story Midway, what is it? Midway Mania, right? Just Toy Story, Toy Story Mania. Mania. Toy, Toy Story Mania. Before that Fast Pass begins, let's just grab coffee because we had like kind of run out of the room and like tried to get ready in a hurry, <laughs> um, and we got in line at that Joffrey's right there at the entrance of Toy Story Land, like right at the old extra uh, exit of Pixar, which place. was a line like La Cava, except <laughs> you actually get what you want at the end, Aww. kind of. <laughs> um, so we were just kind of standing there, and Ryan was getting a little restless, and I was like, "Hey, I want to go see." what they've done to this Pixar stuff. So let's let's go down here. So he and I walked down this little alley to check out, you know, little Jack Jack. Paint. Where do they have it blocked off to? Still like it's the same same part. Like same where they used to have crews down at the end there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all the way down there. They just kind of changed. Oh, all the way at the end then. Yeah. Cuz they had it blocked off where the old entrance was. Mm, like I guess October. maybe it could be a little closer than the end but it's still a pretty okay. big hike like it's still quite a stretch um so um we walked around and we saw edna mode's meet and greet and so me and joe and ryan got in line for that and there were already like 15 people in front of us and we were like holy cow and it was extra <laughs> magic hour so it was like eight forty-five at this point we were like okay nine o'clock she's coming now and so we're talking to people and they're like, she's not coming out until 10. And we're like, hmm. what? Which is another reason to go to Disneyland because you do not have to wait an hour and a half to meet Edna Ugh. Mode. Um, so anyway, we were like, screw this. We're abandoning this ship. And Joe was like, is there like another character like we could go meet? And I was like, yeah, let's go over to the launch bay because Ryan really likes BB-8. So we get over there and the line for BB-8 is like 30 minutes. We're like, oh, they're going to be done getting the coffee at that point. Like... Chewy was like 25 minutes and then there was Kylo Ren for 10. <laughs> we were like, we could be traumatizing this kid for the rest of his life and getting him to meet like a character A, he doesn't know, and B is really <laughs> scary. Um, so we just kind of like prepped him and we were like, this is a bad guy. So like if he like says anything to you, you just like yell back at him. We're going to fight him. Okay. And so we get in there and like, such a great meeting to be serious. And of course, like the minute we walk in, he's like, join my rebellion, like right at Ryan's face. And Ryan's like, no. <laughs> um, but the pictures are hilarious. He's like <laughs> grasping my hand. It's it's so cute. Um, and then he was like, I want to meet Goofy now. So <laughs> <laughs> so we did Toy Story Midway Mania. And then we went back over to Grand Avenue and they have Goofy and Chip and Dale. And that's like a really nice area and open um, so then we were like, let's just try to get in sci-fi. And we ended up getting a car at like 1045. Matt Walsh Charm yeah, strikes the, again. Yeah, the oh, Matt Walsh Charm. No. <laughs> um, so that was really nice. And they changed their pickles from both spears to chips to just chips. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> real good, real good. I don't good. know how I feel about that. Oh, I like, I, I like the spears. Oh, I like the chips. <laughs> love the chips, love the chips. And then they... then. Frozen sing along. We wanted to go for the twelve thirty show. Totally full. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's we know how big that theater is. And we were like, yeah, you just walk in at the end, whatever. And they were like, yeah, it's actually totally full. And we're like, okay, cool, bye. So we left. They did Muppets, and Matt and I were like, we're gonna snooze real quick. And then we did our one like really new thing that we did this trip. So you want to talk about it? We did the new Void Experience. Ralph breaks VR, mm-hmm. and um. It was fantastic. Um, we um, we have a YouTube video up of a review of the Star Wars experience. What is it? I want to call it Shadows of the Empire. It's not. But it's not. Oh, um, secrets, of secrets. Secrets of the Empire. Of the Empire. Yeah. Um, it is, I think Catherine and I both agreed that it is better than the Star Wars experience. Um, I don't think by much. Like, if the Star Wars is an 8 out of 10, this is an 8.5 out of 10. It's a little bit longer. The um, I thought they said shorter. No, yes, I'm sorry. It's a little it's bit shorter. Good. Sorry, Star Wars is a little bit longer by like a minute and a half on average. Um, I think that the it just looks better. The effects and the stuff that you do are just a little bit more visually impressive, a little bit more engaging, and make better use of the technology in space. And there's and a scorekeeping element of there, this. Yeah, and oh. there is a scorekeeping element, which is something that Scott had brought up in our review, saying he wishes there was some kind of They listen to us, Scott. Point system. I know, I'm glad. And there is in this one. So you can, out of your uh, group of three or four, you could be the winner. 
That that makes it repeatable to me. And I mean, it's if, and it's funny. It's really charming. You have the voice actors. It's got yeah, got uh, smells. <laughs> you've got John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman doing their voice work for Vanellope and Ralph. So yeah, it's great. And yeah. I I will note. So we got there on Friday night, and we were like, we just want to do this on Friday night and like get it over with. So we went to homecoming, and we did takeout at homecoming, which was awesome. Oh my god! And the bartender there was so great. I thought that this is because I was ordering takeout food and the restaurant was freaking packed. There were two seats at the bar that I was like, oh, perfect. But then I was like, she's like, what can you guys, what do you guys want? And I was, I was so worried because I was like, takeout for seven people. And, um, they were really nice. And I was like, could I make a to-go order? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, it's for like us three. It was me, Joe and Matt and like four people outside. And she's like, that's no problem at all. And they were so accommodating and great. We got drinks at the bar while we sat and waited for our to-go order. Um, Food runner came out, brought them packaged up excellently. There was no mistakes whatsoever. It was, I I love homecoming. Had them back at Saratoga. Yeah. And we walked back to Saratoga about 10 minute walk across the bridge. And it was excellent. It uh, such a great experience. I've yet to have a bad experience there. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. But then after we ate, Ryan went to bed because that was like the travel day. And we were like, well, let's just see if it's open. So we get there. And we the, walk, the void. The is. void. And um, we were like, okay, are there um, availability for four to do the Wreck-It Ralph experience? And they were like, oh, well, actually, we close Ralph at 3.30 because it's more for like kids. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, we've done Star Wars twice. I don't want to do it again. So... They said, okay, we'll try back another day and see if it's open. So we went on on Sunday during the day, line out the door for both Wreck-It Ralph and Star Wars. So this is great Disney logic. Why the heck wouldn't you just leave both open if if you have lines for both during the day? And it was a pretty comparable, like it was maybe 15 people long. And they were taken in groups of three every like eight yeah, minutes. Yeah, and they can do like, both, and they can do both of them simultaneously. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah, so they just hire more people if that's the limiting yeah. factor. So the moral of that story is you should probably do a reservation online if like you know what time you can be there. Cause we weren't sure, so we didn't want to do yeah. that, but. Um, they, it's record Ralph does not run. And they said that they, they might change it or depending on, uh, on demand, they might switch that up in the future. But as of right now, um, within the past week, they're doing record Ralph during the day until about three 4 o'clock and then switching over to star Wars. Hmm. Wow. So there you go. So did you agree with their assessment? It's more towards kids or like oh yeah i mean it is well but it's more it, towards kids but like it's more like i mean it's the same as should i watch record ralph or should i watch star wars like you know what you're getting into it's gotcha. like one is more serious and dramatic and the other one is bright and more funny yeah like, i think that wreck it ralph the movie is just more kid friendly than star wars yeah okay so it was it was so good and every employee there was like wreck it ralph is so much better oh, the and one then guy. one guy at the very end was like i'm the only hero one here that likes star wars better. <laughs> and i did say when we left scott will like star wars better there's no doubt in my mind that you will still like this i think wars it's just one. about your allegiance to star wars also kath and i watched ralph breaks the internet the other day and it's so freaking good it is it was phenomenal. so good it was so funny like i loved it i yes. really loved it um so then we at the beginning of this trip we were like okay we had all of these uh we had all of these restaurant reservations and by the end we had canceled every single one of them (laughs) including ohana we had ohana on monday because we were like great non-park day the day we leave like but we were so beat on sunday night that it was like we'd have to wake up at like 6 30 to get there at 7 30 for breakfast that we were like no you know what um, Joe got sick in the middle of the trip and like, mm. so, you know, uh, I felt so bad. Yeah, There's nothing is, worse than being sick yeah. on vacation. So I mean, there are worse things, but yeah. yeah, but it was, it was a bummer. We did, um, we did like, um, animal kingdom that night and we were like, Oh, we don't even know if he's going to come out with us, but he ended up, Matt and Joe got to get on flight of passage, which was really great while the rest of us ate at the rainforest cafe. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it was overall really, really fun. Um, and that was really the only reservation we had the entire time. Rainforest wow. cafe. So. <laughs> I'd never eaten at a rainforest cafe before. And I technically still haven't because I <laughs> yeah. left as my entree came out and went to get on flight of passage and said, Catherine, <laughs> 
Boxed Put you back us up. So then, obviously, Matt was still a little hungry when we got back, and Joe wasn't feeling well. So I was like, Matt, why don't you be a good friend and you bring the stroller back to the? So I brought the stroller night. back. I went and got cold medicine, and, and then I went and got cupcakes. treats for everyone. I got like I got cupcakes. I got a cannoli. I just brought back a smorgasbord with me so, from the artist palette. Yeah, yes. just a real a real mess. So the artist palette has this thing, which is a birthday cake bread pudding Ooh. yeah and it is if you're like a funfetti person mm. it is so good and then we got the mickey oreo cupcake also has glitter on it <laughs> and it's uh oreo on the top and then nutella in the middle and it's like filled with nutella and then we got the cookies and milk cupcake oh, which is like almost like a snickerdoodly on top i mm. i didn't try that it's it's not Maybe it was close to sugar. Actually, one person ate the cookie, and, and we couldn't really put our finger on uh, what it was. Um, and then, like, glitter, <laughs> like, almost marshmallowy vanilla on a vanilla. Oh, it was so good. So, we did try a few things that were unique to Artist Palette. They do have a cookies and cream bread pudding oh, at a Disneyland. Snakies. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, it, well, uh, DCA. So oh, that's I'm good. definitely going to try that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Have to get that, but anything else? This is I... making me so hungry. I, was <laughs> I know. Hungry. I know. I'm so to start off with. Yeah, yes. I know. Yes. I might be going to Taco Bell. Oh, good lord! Because <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. So I was just making sure. Yeah, uh, the ordering to go at Homecoming was great. And ordering at uh, ordering to go at Pinocchio's Village House, not, not so, so much. much. Um, but I believe that is. Those are all like the major points. Yeah, those, I think those we hit yeah, all we, the major points. Yeah, we had a good. It's a good trip. If it was only a good time. it was like four more days later, like that would have been really nice. Like yeah. four lo- days longer. I'm saying. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, but does anybody have any last call items? No, no. nothing right here. I don't think I do. You guys, have, you guys have been doing all the Disney stuff lately. It'll be Rob's turn next here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. For, I'm excited for you to enjoy your West Coast solo bolo trip. Well, no, well Holly will part. be there. I know, yeah, but really. for the for the most part, it's going to be just you. Yeah, four days, the... four days, just you. Yep. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to do, and that's cheers, cheers, cheers. To cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.